Hello, friends, listeners, and story lovers. Uh, it's been a while since you've heard my voice, so I want to say thank you to um, my patient, patient friends and listeners um, for waiting, gosh, probably six months, if not longer, for the next episode. And also, what new who's tuning in, uh, please, please make sure to send me a message or um, email or anything and, and let me know what you think. Um, so... For this episode, we are going a little spooky. Um, It is currently middle of August. Things are starting to show signs of fall, although we're just about to start a heat wave here in St. Louis. Um, And the seasons are changing. So I wanted to go into spooky season with a little August um, for the podcast. I have three short stories today. Um, to share with you, all of them flash fiction length. I think um, two of the three are at least 500 words or less, and the other I think is less than a thousand words. Um, we've got uh, Sulpitus results and not quite. Um, as a little background, Sulpitus the pious or Saint-Sulpice, depending on um, what your native language is. And he was a French bishop, I believe, who achieved sainthood. Um, and then this is a little bit of a spooky twist on the story of what brought him to sainthood. Um, and this one was written while I was in Paris last fall um, as part of that Ireland writers retreat in Paris. Um, so some of you will have heard this before. Um, and then the other two stories that I'll be sharing are from the New York City Midnight Competitions, which if you find yourself a writer or if you are a writer, um, something really, really fun to challenge yourself are these competitions where they, you know, typically give you a genre, a subject, um, an object, um, a feeling, a vibe, different things that you use as inspiration for these slash fiction stories. Um, and the two I have are results and not quite, and I will let the stories speak for themselves. So I will go ahead and um, jump into Sulpitus now. And also, forgive me for the pronunciation. I'm one of those people who reads more than I speak out loud. Um so that sometimes the words sound different in my head than they're supposed to sound to other people's ears. Apologies and thank you for your understanding. And without further ado, here is Sulpitus. The moon was new and the night was black, leaving no explanation for a long shadow from the gnomon. Well, no explanation but one. Sulpitus the Pious had returned. Gargoyles watched a smoky specter from the dark corners of the church. Pigeons took flight in search of a new evening roost, feeling discomforted by this presence. As Sulpitus glided towards the sanctuary, a young priest scurried from out from the vestibule. Mandu, what is the meaning of this? Who are you? Sulpitus turned toward the voice, causing the priest to gasp. What are you? The ancient saint's eyes were embers, burning. As he removed the hood of his robe, his hair was wisps of blue-green flame. As Sulpitus spoke, a tendril of smoke curled out of his mouth. The question, child, is who are you? This is my house, and these parishioners, my flock, my power. 
He paused, <laughs> coughing out ash. I have been watching, and I see them dwindling. Why do they not fear you? Why do they abandon me? Your flock, your power, these are but the children of God. Your kind is not welcome here. And yet it is my name above the door. The priest startled, confusion and fear rapidly evolving into abject terror. Bring me more souls. Rebuild my flock. Restore me to my power. Too late, the priest realizes that his damp brow has not brought nerves, but a rapidly rising temperature. It was hot, much too hot for October. No, you are not God. Leave this place. He reached for the rosary around his neck and began to speak the rites of exorcism, falling to his knees. Reaching the crucifix, Sulpitus turned once more to the priest. You remind me of someone I once knew, he whispered. And I should have let him burn. The end. Um, okay, so... Thanks for listening to that again. Apologies for some of the pronunciation. Um, words out loud are hard. So thank you. Let me go ahead and jump to the next story. So this story is called Results. Um, and this one is about a hospitalized hockey player who's awaiting results from a blood test. Um, but we're we're not really sure what they're looking for in the test. So let's see what happens. A hazy film impedes my vision, mouth dry with cracked lips and a swollen tongue. There's a cloud of voices hovering on the edge of comprehension. O2 is holding steady. Rising. Looks good. Regaining consciousness. Look who's waking up. Here, drink this. A single voice separates itself from the fuzzy chorus, and the speaker's hand is cool and tissue soft against mine as it guides a small paper cup into my grasp. I swallow the liquid not tasting it, but embracing the relief the moisture brings to the desert of my mouth. As the relief flows down my esophagus, my eyes catch on my hand holding the cup. The surprise of the needle and tubing protruding from its back makes me sputter and cough. My brain jolts to full alert. Wide-eyed and searching for understanding, I test out my voice. What? What's happening? I stumble over my questions. Where am I? Why? Glancing at the IV, I realize at least the where is obvious. The chorus from earlier is actually a small group of medical staff in white jackets and scrubs, KN95 masks, obscuring the lower halves of their faces. The tiny room feels overfilled with beeping machines, and a TV monitor is mounted to the wall. Mr. Tolva, you're in the hospital. There was an accident during your game last night where you lost consciousness. Standard resuscitation measures were unsuccessful, so for the last six hours we've been monitoring your vitals and supplementing your oxygen. Accident? I managed to eke out a reaction as my eyes regained their earlier heaviness. I, I don't remember. My words drift quietly into the room. I understand. Right now we're taking a blood sample to get a better sense of what's going on and rule out a few things. You should try and rest. Her suggestion barely tickled my ear before I felt myself drifting quickly back to sleep. In my mind, I'm on the ice, my blue and yellow jersey over my regulation pads, skates propelling me over the ice, reaching my stick to capture the puck. Suddenly, I'm slammed into the wall of the rink by an opponent. Everything turns to chaos. I wake flailing with a large nurse holding down my arms and tightening straps to restrict movement. I don't remember them from before. There's movement over my left shoulder, and I turn my head to see someone adding a syringe of something into my IV line before I crash again into unconsciousness. 
Back in my body at the hockey game, I respond to his hit with my own violence. Grabbing his jersey, I yank him to me. His sour sweat reaches my nostrils and I feel a shift. Predatory instincts kicked in. I spit out my mouth guard and bite hard into his neck. I catch my reflection in the plexiglass, hypnotized by the shifts in my appearance. Eyes feral, cheeks hollowed into cutting edges and angles, and teeth elongated and sharpened. Holy shit, is that really what happened? An accident? I'm back in my hospital room, alone with the lights dimmed. I notice a window looking into the hallway. The masked faces watch me as they hurriedly jot in their notebooks. A burst of static interrupts the physical silence. Mr. Tolva, apologies for the changes to your comfort level. I struggle against the bed restraints. But we've had to move you into isolation for some additional observation. We're a bit concerned by the results of your blood test. The end. Thank you for listening to that one. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on if there's a bigger story there that people would be interested in. Um, or if the succinctness of the flash fiction is really all that's needed. Um, and, and what do you think the results are going to show? And then now we have our third and final story for today. This is the shortest of the three. I think it's actually under 100 words. Um, it's called Not Quite. And let me know what you think. Footsteps crunching on the dry and decaying leaves, the sound of rhythmic chanting that fills my ears. Fear drives me. How long do I have until the family realizes I've escaped? A, a branch snaps behind me, interrupting my orthopedic metronome. Shit. The beat speeds up and shifts tone as I break from the forest and slap my feet against the asphalt of a road. Miraculously, a truck rests on the shoulder. I hop in, doors unlocked, and try to reenact what I've seen on crime shows. The engine turns and I flip on the headlights and see them waiting for me. That's it for that one, folks. And, and that's it for what we have for the three stories today. I hope you got a little bit of a spooky chill as we're heading into the fall season for a little August act. Um, I know pumpkin spice is hitting the shelves this week and in some cases has already hit it. Um, so I'm hoping this feels good to all of you. Um, if you don't already, please check out um, Anna.outloud on Instagram or Anna-outloud.com to stay apprised of what's going on, um, other stories that I may be putting together. Um, and I think that's it for today. Thank you all for listening. Um, keep, keep letting me know what you think, keep responding. And I'd love to hear other, other story prompts that you might, um, want to challenge me with. Um, I hope everyone stays healthy and well and, Happy August.